Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Won't back down with Will Levinson, Jake Lee, and Sam Petosa. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to the Won't Back Down podcast after a long hiatus. I could not be happier to see you two, and we've got a jam, jam, jam packed, more jam packed than ever national show for the 2022 season that has so many storylines, so many good non-conference games. Unbelievable um, depth at quarterback across college football. And so for all those reasons, with all the changes coming, we don't know what college football is going to look like two years from now. I've dubbed it the savor it season. Yeah, and we're going to savor it. Absolutely. And it has been such a long, such a grueling, such a football waiting, exciting summer. And finally, it's late August. College football begins this weekend. It's week zero College game day will be live. It's all coming back. I've just, Is there we've college been, game day in Dublin? Are they doing it? They're I, not in Dublin. They're, I think they're, they're doing s- their studio show. Yeah. That makes a lot to You're going to see Lee somewhere. They're going to do the backyard brawl. That's the they first game the day on brawl. campus. That's, cool. That's exciting. Now, I don't know about you guys, but the game I'm most excited for this college football season, Vanderbilt, Hawaii. Oh, Saturday goodness. night. You're gonna have Wait, a you mean you mean this entire season or this week? This entire season. Okay. Saturday night, the first the first after dark college football game. We get some SEC ball in it. there. I have, and I will. I'll say I this. I love it. I'll say this. A couple of things about Hawaii. First of all, I think they're what are they f- five and zero oh in week one games when they're underdogs. I love Hawaii plus three in this game, and also. On the note of Hawaii, did any of you guys see the Manti Teo documentary? Not yet. My watch mom it yet, watched but it. I, I need to. I've seen it, and I am. First of all, not only will you learn an unbelievable amount about the story, and then it, you will you will have you will feel sorry for Manti Teo. That is an unbelievable I do story. Feel sorry for Manti Teo. No, yeah, I, mean, I mean, even of course. If, no, but like people do, but like it is so bad how it was misjudged. Like it's even worse than you think. You need to play for like, Brian Kelly. Poor guy. Feel horrible for exactly. But if what, he had the, won the Heisman, but that maybe, year, I probably wouldn't feel. Bad for him, but he came in second. So that too, but he—I mean, I don't—I don't know if he was necessarily worthy of it. I think Johnny Manziel was the right choice that oh, year. But yeah. he, but beyond that, one of the most interesting things of the of the whole documentary was early on. It went into Manti Teo's childhood. First of all, what a model citizen this guy is. What a great member of the community. But what's interesting in Hawaii, and I didn't realize this, the sheer need for football in that state. Like all these kids grow up. 
aiming to play football because football is their education. They're, that's their ticket to an actual American university. Their parents can't afford a trip to SC, to Oregon, to UCLA, to Notre Dame if it is, which was he was one of the few, if, if only, the only Hawaii player to ever go to Notre Dame, and you'll see why oh, in the documentary. Well, it's, it's interesting to see that story of how he chose Notre Dame. He really didn't want to go to Notre Dame. He just did it because he thinks God told him to. It's a real, it's very interesting. But it's crazy just to see how Hawaii, it's like this small island town, the Samoan culture, how football is so big there because that for them is their only way to be educated and go to a university. I really thought you were going to tie that into Tua. Me too. I, I was, I That's where that was going. That, I, that was going towards Tua. I could have. I, I, I like to tie most things into my franchise quarterback, mm-hmm. but um, I could have. You know, I could have. And do you, as does anybody know who Tua's... Um, Jesus Christ. Well, we're going to go into you did that. You brought him up. I wasn't going to bring him up. You brought him up. You we, we, we did this to yourself. We brought him up in passing. We didn't did bring this, him up for no, conversation. No, you did this to yourself. No, 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 no. Do you know who Tua's idol was growing up? Marcus went to the same Mariota. High, Marcus went to the same high school. I, I know that. St. Louis. Well, some people don't know that. I know you're a Dolphins fan, so you should know that. I'm part of the Galuminati. And for those of you that don't know, it's a breakout year for Tua Tagovailoa. Let's move to college football. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, week one, should you guys said. A, should we do a little recap of the offseason? A little fastest two minutes recap of the offseason. Of, of our offseason or the Florida Gators well, or we, all we of college football? We will get into football. the Florida Gators more next week. I next think we're going to keep it broader this week and just talk about national as a whole. But from the season then, is coming. We're not backing down. It's being straight Gators <laughs> all season long. We are hyped for the first year of the Napier era. Yes. But we're not going to get into our prediction for Florida's record right away. That's next week. But we just need to be wary that this is his first year and he was left with an absolute shit show. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Doki I'm not Dan. saying it's going to be bad, but if it's if it ends up not being great, we can't jump it's, it down this guy's it's throat. It's year one. Right. It's year Nick one. Nick Saban went 6-6, six and six, or was it 7-5 in 2007? Kirby Smart went 7-5 in his first and, year. And I'll say Kirby this. Kirby Smart had a, a pretty good roster left Seth, for Mark Richt. The great Seth Harp gave me a great analogy oh, yesterday, and it's, and it's honestly very good. And he said, Florida fans... Pull up to, oh, first of all, Billy Napier is at this kitchen table, and he has to make a cake. And right now, he's got cracked eggs, he's got powdered sugar, he's got, you know, flour all over the table, he's got, his, things are all messed around, and, 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 and things are not ready to be prepared. Mm-hmm. But Florida fans are looking at this, and they're saying, you know, why isn't this a cake? How, this isn't a cake yet. Analogy, and now, job, he sir. has to... He has to put all those ingredients together to make the cake. We're not there yet. It's going to take time. He's ready to put Colin Coward out of a job with that. I mean, yeah, no, Seth, 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 pretty good, man. Guy's got some good. I mean, now with all this talk about you know what a what a difficult situation Napier's inheriting, and again, I don't want to go too heavy into Florida, but I feel like everyone's discounting the roster that we do have to an extent. That is an issue. No one's questioning that. Yeah, no one's doubting the potential of the starting lineup. No one's doubting that. Mullen was able to bring in. No, I think no, 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 no. Even non- the Florida deep, fans, though, non-Florida fans are doubting defensive that. tackle. It's if if we were in, let's say, the Pac-12, I think the makeup of our the makeup of our roster would be, you know, not as much of a concern. The fact that our weakest position, like I think by far, is that nose tackle right. in the conference we play in, having to play Utah and Kentucky power running teams, two of the best running teams in the country. Right, we don't match up. Right. Well, well, but we've got but the swamp. We will but get we into the, the but we have the swamp. But we have the swamp. I mean, we you can't will talk ad nauseum about the Florida Gators. Ad nauseum. Yeah. Yeah. Ad yeah. nauseum. 
you right. will be nauseous. You will be so sick of the Won't Back Down podcast that you might report us. To the authorities. To the authorities. The proper authorities. The proper authorities. I'm All right, let's get into our, My authority. I spent a lot of Jake this summer. Jake Lehman has watched a lot of South Park. A lot of South Park so this summer. South Park I spent a lot of my summer uh, doing predictions. Uh, uh-huh. Didn't do anything but predictions, actually. Now, actually, any time I had a free moment in the at Hard Rock Stadium in the Miami Dolphins offices, um, I was predicting the college football season. I, I personally, uh, we all did different things on our own, mm-hmm. but I personally went through yeah. every single Power Five and relevant group of five football, college football game set to occur this season. The only mm-hmm. group of five teams I predicted, let's see, are Cincinnati, BYU, Houston, and UCF. And then also you have Notre Dame in there, which is, yeah. they're they're Power Five, but they're not in a conference. And after uh, after my in, summer where I got some experience in the NIL space, I feel like I know some of these players more than I ever have. So oh, I, right, yeah. I went ahead and did a first-team All-American team. I went ahead and did... All-Bobby team. An All-Bobby team is what we're calling it. Okay. A the All-Bobby team. We got a... Re- preseason top 25. I did some player over... Some props that I like. And I did a Heisman ranking and a playoff ranking. Okay. So, yeah. So that, we're kind of like the nerds showing up for the group project, and we all brought different pieces. We, you know, and that's why um, we work together because we all bring different things. Right. Because you know, no metaphorical one, and no, physical table. No, exactly. no one wants we all to have sit different here, computers. At the no table. one wants to sit here and listen to all of our you know game by game predictions, all of our power polls, all of our. But so you you did you did the predictions, you did all American team, and we all did some win totals. Now I don't love. Predicting because I w- what I love about the sport so much is the unpredictability. And when I did go through and made my little helmet schedule, I I filled out the majority of it. It gets frustrating, you know, with scheduling dynamics and all that. But mm-hmm. um, what I brought for our group project today was I made a one through sixty five power poll for the love Power it. Five. Love it. So just on okay, a neutral so wait, field. Wait, so, well, hold on. I, I, I can't do math. Is not, Notre, is Notre Dame included? Notre Dame has to be included in that. Well, no, all of the teams are. I did one through sixty-five in the power, every power five team. Oh yeah, yeah, Notre Dame. Right, because they're not be the group, they're not, It'd right. be sixty-four without them. Okay, but they're but so not. I included Cincinnati. them as power five. Sixty-six, not, Florida, no, State Seminoles. Cincy, BYU. No, Cincy. I was gonna do a top twenty-five separately, but I realized it'd kind of be the same thing, just with BYU and um, Houston. BYU and Houston right. were the two who. I was going to have Houston, Houston about 15, BYU 20 I have Houston finishing 11-1. BYU is going to shake some ish up this season. Yeah, no, BYU is a ridiculous Arkansas, schedule. They have Arkansas, they have Oregon, Oregon they have Baylor, Baylor, and they got one more. They, they Boise, Spoiler they, alert. Stanford, they play Boise no, State. No, they play four top 25 teams, though. Uh, okay, Baylor, Baylor Oregon. Oregon Notre, oh, Notre Dame. Dame. They play Notre they, Dame. They play Notre Dame at Allegiant. But, um, oh, who's, at Allegiant Stadium. Wait, who's playing That's Notre Dame beautiful. at Allegiant? BYU, BYU. Really? Brigham Young. They play yeah, four their their legit schedule top is teams. ridiculous. At least one. Kudos to the Mormons. That I mean, scheduling yeah. that's a ballsy schedule. They have one of the better of a quarterback. They have one of the better yes. receiving cores in the country. And no, they're a good football team. I have them finishing. They have a, mm-hmm. I was going to. They have a Romney in the receiving. They always have they, a Romney. They, they still have Gunnar Romney. Core. Yes, they have Gunnar Romney. The same Romney and they have, they've had. I, I, I don't know if you guys remember him from recruiting. Wait, is he related to Mitch? Puka Nakua, the guy who is he related to Mitch? Romney. Um, in admit? some way, shape, or form. Some probably. probably. Yeah. Okay, we'll go probably. <laughs> and they're all related to Brigham Young somehow. Who knows? Joseph but Smith was dumb. So what do we want to start with? Uh, so I don't feel like rattling off this whole 1 through 65 all at once because I'm going to lose my breath. Yes. Maybe throughout the show, you guys will let me do them like 10 at a time. Sure. That Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll have some so breaks. Go when we talk about teams, you can mention. Back. 
You want the bottom 10 first? I'll, do, I'll, I'll let's, start at let's the bottom. Do bottom actually. 10 first, yeah. All right. So the worst team in the Power Five. Duke. According to Duke. Jake Lehman. Is no belief in the Duke No hope Blue this Devils. season. And then, okay, so as you go through, your, you want me to give you my prediction for their record? That's a fun thing to do, yeah. Because yeah. I, have, sure, sure. I have every team's record here. So, let me, so I have Duke uh, finishing last in the ACC. Last. Actually, no, not well, last in the ACC Central. They actually are not the worst team in the ACC. Who is? I have the Syracuse Orange. At Sean, ten, Tucker. At Sean Tucker. Sean Tucker is a good running back. Well, I, I just, their schedule yeah. is just, I don't know, I don't have them winning any games. I don't schedule. know what you guys are excited for this college football season. I think the thing I'm most excited for is the return of Sean Tucker's tweets. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he'll have a good year and they'll win. Yeah. But it's just. He's a preseason second team All-American. Not on the, yeah. He's not on the first team All-Bobby, unfortunately, but he's he's up there. Right. That's what kept Syracuse right outside of my bottom 10, actually. Uh, just. Having pleased that good of a player to hand it off to 25 times. I'm I mean, pleased with my performance. He's pleased. I mean, they play, you know, Notre Dame, Clemson, NC State. Yeah. Their only wins are against UConn and Wagner. So, I mean, they'll probably win more game, one more game they in there. Some games they, they're year, playing at home FSU. They if they can win, win that some game. games this year, that kid's going to make a lot of money with the, his tweets. But, like, oh, I mean, yeah. someone's like, going to endorse him. Someone's oh, going to yeah. a great endorsement. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. But, I mean, at Boston College, at Wake Forest, at Pitt, at Clemson, and they're, I mean, Purdue, Virginia in there, like, They'll probably get maybe more than two wins. I just went through it, and that was the one. I think if there was one team that like just faulted from a lot of my thinking about this year, it was it was probably Syracuse. Right, so but I have Duke finishing three and nine. Duke so I had like, last, and we got Big Will's Duke input. Maybe you'll have input on. I'll, I'll do they, like they, the next. I'll do. I'll bring to rattle off like three or four. We don't have to talk about each. Um, sixty four Vanderbilt, sixty three Colorado, who legitimately might go zero and twelve if you look at their schedule. But look at their helmet schedule on the helmet thing. They were a part of Grit Week. Colorado? Yeah, yeah they were. Oh, that's true. That uh, Solenberger Juju probably give him a win or two. Uh, Eric. Uh, so Duke, Vandy, Colorado, Georgia Tech. I have and Colorado at five and seven. I have what? Colorado in five and seven. What? I think okay, no. I Just off first glance, I automatically disagree with you, Big Will. Okay, well, let me go. We, we don't need to spend too much time talking about Colorado. You're right. No, see, I spent a good, a decent amount of time Trying to listen to at yeah, least I don't like know one, enough about Colorado one, one podcast or message board from each, you know, and someone from each team or not all, but most of them. And Colorado, it's funny because each team's like twenty, like each team's version of Blake Alderman, you know, like the, their insider guy, tries to hype him up and say, well, you know, we might go bowling this season, right? Like Stanford, Syracuse, Arizona State, yeah, you know, one thing falls right, this thing falls right, we're going to going bowling. Colorado's insider person gave zero reason to believe in them at all. So, okay. And, and so when that guy doesn't have any hope, I don't either. Fair enough. They had a couple of their good players transfer. I just... Good analysis. And and, and their non-con schedules, like, they don't have, like, an FCS team or anything. They might go 0-12. Uh, and then Georgia Tech, Northwestern, to round out the bottom five. And I, then, I think Northwestern's going to win this weekend. Who do they... Nebraska. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I think That would will. really blow for... I mean, you'd have to fight. You'd... Could you do the tarmac firing for Scott Frost if you're across an ocean? Uh, he, he, better he, wait, wait, he better have a passport. I mean, yeah, he might wait, wait, not did be you say you, you say you're taking Northwestern? Or, or no, he said he's taking Northwestern. I wait, I, had what them. Is, I despise the Nebraska hype. Um, I will take Nebraska. Casey Thompson did what last year? <laughs> what did he do? He lost to Kansas. Well, he, he'll win games this year. Why? I, I I used to be UCF fan in the Scott Frost era, so I still I like Scott Frost. 
I have reason to believe with I Casey don't. Thompson. I don't. I believe in Northwestern. I think they're a well-coached team. Look for the connection between Ryan Holinsky and Danny Navarro this year. Word out of their camp is that Navarro has been catching everything. They believe he could lead the Big Ten in receptions. So that's a name to watch out for in Dublin this weekend. This is why you listen to Won't Back Down. You're not going to get that kind of Northwestern analysis anywhere outside of a Northwestern podcast. Thank you, Ethan Watts. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's North, Schools like Northwestern, Stanford, with the early signing period, really screwed You know the transfer portal. Um, those kind of academic, like, you know, driven programs have really been struggling as yeah. of late. Early signing period, transfer portal, where, where players are able to transfer out of those programs but not transfer in. For me, they get they get hosed in by that all this game kind of this stuff. weekend. I'm going to be looking at the physicality of both teams at the line of scrimmage because for mm. me, it is a conference game. I understand it's on the other side of the pond, but it'll be a nighttime in Ireland. Primetime game under the lights, pressure's on. I want to see how both offensive lines and both defensive lines respond because that'll be telling to how the rest of their season go. And if that if that is the uh, evaluation I'm looking at the game with, I'm taking Northwestern all day in the trenches. I think that'd be pretty cool if they were able to pull that off. Now, did you all see that? Um, so the game's in Ireland, and oh, you please tell me you're talking about the, the stickers. On yeah, the cars. yeah. Yes. So in the country of Ireland, new drivers are they have to have a big red N to indicate new novice. on the back of their novice. car. Not new, Is novice. That, okay, novice on the back of their car. And so now a bunch of uh, well, the N, Cornhusker fans. Right, because the N is exactly the, it's, it's a red, red it's N. Red so it's N. the yep. same N as a Nebraska logo. <laughs> so Nebraska fans are going to come in there like, look at all these other Nebraska fans. Yeah. That, that, and wow, they love and it's us like not weekend, okay, It's huh? like, I mean, and it's Nebraska. <laughs> They're going to have no idea. No. It's the, f- I, I think that is perhaps the funniest storyline of college football this season. Okay. I'm all in on that storyline. So bottom five, Duke, Vandy, Colorado, Hilarious. Georgia Tech, Northwestern. I expect at least two of those. No, no, because Fitzgerald never will leave. Elko is still going to be there. Uh, Vandy, their coach is new. Uh, what's his name? Clark Lee. But Georgia Tech and Colorado, they'll have new coaches next season. Bank on, on that. Uh, and then the rest of the top, bottom ten, Kansas, I gave them a little love, moving them up to 60. I think maybe they get someone. They're not going to get Texas again this season, but they'll get someone in conference. I'm going three and nine. I think that was probably what I predicted, too, and their win total was, I think it was two and a half. So right. we're, we're, we're hammering the over on Kansas. Uh, Rutgers, Arizona, Indiana. Indiana is my last place Big Ten East team. And then Stanford, 56. Stanford, they have a, they have a tough class schedule. Another school who, again... Totally getting screwed by all these changes uh, recently in college right, football. You right, know, I was listening. Right. Are you talking about Stanford? Yeah. I So, me and my friend Jake Beal, we did uh-huh. a fan, college fan. Ugh, yeah, I know, Jake Beal. We did a fantasy. Why, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he, that is his roommate, and he made a face. Nah, <laughs> nah, I love Jake. I love him, too. I was just responding. Um... Beal, you are welcome on He's the program. He's a big on three uh, RPM guy. Yeah, you know what? I loves, think I think Jake the, the Beal would be a, a good a good podcast chat. voice. He, yeah, he could be. I which is what I was about to say. Beal, you Jake, Jake Beal. Yeah, Jake Beal. He is a a former uh, Hollywood voice actor <laughs> f- uh, playing uh, DW, DW on the show Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. So if you've ever watched the show Arthur, which you probably have because we all have as children, Jake Beal was once the voice actor for DW on the show and yeah. might be. If hey you're guys, anywhere close in age to us, soon. Jake Beal's voice is probably like a core memory long for you, sto- and you don't even know. Long exactly. story short, EJ Smith, Emmett's son. Yeah. yeah. We, he, we're in a 16-team league. We didn't take running backs till late. 
Our running backs are Jarek Broussard at Michigan State and EJ Smith. Jarek Broussard, Colorado transfer, the one good player they had on offense last yeah. year. That's why they're going 0-12. Yeah, it all makes sense. <laughs> Keep it rolling. Do you guys want to go right into Yeah, the, honestly, uh, I think I just didn't know anything about Colorado, so whatever. That's fine, yeah. Happens. I just uh, I don't follow Colorado. You want to take a little break from, from these and Sam rattle off some All-Americans? Sure. Win totals, whatever. Yeah, I could do some All-Americans. All right, so this is my first team All-American. It'll probably be very inaccurate, but mm-hmm. my quarterback, I'm going C.J. Stroud. It's not a sexy pick, but I do think he's going to win the Heisman this year. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just think he has an embarrassment of riches. I think it was in his palms last year, and he kind of crumbled in that Michigan game. I don't really see that happening again, but I'm also lower on Michigan than most are this year. Mm-hmm. People are really high on Michigan, and I get they have an they easy have a really schedule. They have an easy schedule. But, I mean, we guess we can get into Michigan right now, but they lost Josh Gaddis. They lost Mike McDonald. They I'm lost just, yeah. Aiden Hutchinson and David Ajabo. Mm-hmm. And yes, they still have a good offensive line. They still have, but I think the reason why they were so good is not there anymore. I think the spark that kind of got them going last year is just not there anymore. And I think that's something you have to account for. I'm not saying they're going to be a bad football team, but I don't think they're going back to the playoff like people are predicting. Yeah, I I have them probably even higher. Spoiler, I I, I do have them pretty high in this power poll. Not not anything to do with their schedule, just. I'm pretty well, high on what they bring back. But, no, you're right. Um, I mean, just looking at their schedule, I mean, their toughest games with the exception of uh, – okay, obviously they play at Iowa and at Ohio State. Those are my two losses for them. But they – Penn State and Michigan State would be their two next toughest games, and both are at home. And I, I think it's similar to us where it's like the big house is a tough place to win, especially the way they like to play football. And I think they match up – I mean – Michigan State's gonna be a tough game. I think if I, I think ha- Michigan State's better they, than they are. Yeah, and they might. That's that's a, that's a definitely a loss spot yes, for Michigan them. Michigan State lost Ken Walker, but they're bringing back a pretty good running back committee. They still have Jaden Reed, one of the best wide receivers in the mm-hmm. country. Peyton Thorns expected to take another step forward. They got some defensive line depth when they added Chris Bogle. There you we go, all Chris know Bogle. That name. I, I like Michigan State this year. But Is Chester yeah. Kimbrough still on their team? Yeah, yeah sure. My, he's going to start. He, there, he was featured in every Big Ten wide receivers highlight tape last yeah. season. <laughs> but he will probably start this year. My running backs. They were 130 out of 130. I have Jameer Gibbs defense. and oh, Bijan Robinson. I have Jameer Gibbs as my Heisman runner up. I think he's going to be the best player on the best team in the country. This Agreed. Year. Wide receivers. I have three. Oh. I have Jackson Smith and Jigba. Me and Beal took him first overall in our fantasy draft. Yeah. JSI. Other wide receiver. Jordan Addison. I, I don't want to declare USC to be this playoff contender right away. But it's kind of one of those things, and I've been talking about this with some of my peers. Their receiving core is just so good that they're wow. going to win games just alone on that. I mean, not all, right. I have and Jordan Addison on my All-American team. Mario Williams, one of the fastest receivers in the country. And Brandon Rice is one of the fastest yeah, receivers Yeah, Mario in the Williams is mm-hmm. so good. But three they, deep right there. That's three deep right there, receivers. Who and they've the got ball. a quarterback yeah. and a head coach. They have a quarterback and a head coach. So they're going to be good, but Utah and Oregon are good as well. Tight end. Oh, other receiver, Jermaine Burden. Going to be Bryce Young's number one target. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of looking at a similar Jameson Williams type trajectory for him. A very talented receiver. Couldn't really get the right fit at the defending national champions. Tight end. I know you guys might kind of scoff at this, but I have Michael Mayer. No, over, not over, uh, it, over like Brock pick. Bowers. No scoff. I no think scoff Michael Mayer is the best love, tight end in the country. He's that's a not, complete tight that's end. That's not disrespect to Brock Bowers. I, I think they're the clear two best in the country. But yeah, I just I like Michael Mayer. I think he'll be the, what. I think he'll be the predominant feature in that offense. Right, Bowers. And, well, Mike Mayer, Michael Mayer is more like that George Kittle type tight end. While you have yeah. Brock Bowers is more like the Darren Waller type, or you know, it's more of an athletic. Yeah. Receiver. Also, Bowers production will get split up. Offensive Georgia, tackle. I think Georgia's running a, a uh, 
all tight end yeah. formation this season. Yeah, they, I mean, they so. have Darnell Washington. Look for Kenny McIntosh for Georgia to be the breakout star on that They're going to go 14 yeah. personnel. Uh, Paris Johnson Jr. at offensive tackle. Best offensive tackle in the nation. Doing really well in the NIL space as well. Has a couple very prominent deals. Peter Skoronsky, Northwestern. Don't be surprised if he's the first offensive lineman taken off the board in the NFL Wait, draft that, next year. Is that I don't know if I pronounce his last name right. Or is it a different? That's different. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know if I pronounce An offensive guard. Florida Gator, Osiris Torrance. Ooh, I think he's Cyrus. one of the best guards in the nation. I think Florida is going to have one of the best offensive lines in the nation this year, and we'll see how that translates on the field. Offensive guard, I got Andrew Voorhees, the sixth man, the sixth year guard out of USC. He's been kind is of he a, a journey- sixth year. He is a wow. sixth year now. He's kind of a journeyman in college football, but I think he's just going to be solidifying one of the best offenses in the country. Mm-hmm. And at center, I have John Michael Schmitz at Minnesota. Somehow, some way, Tanner Morgan is still at Minnesota. And John Michael Schmitz, one of the best centers in the country. I can't really evaluate him much more. I'm not going to act like I'm a sucker for no. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, he's got play. the uh, prototypical Big Ten lineman name. He does, John Michael yeah. Schmidt. And I think we'll Schmitz. leave it at that for now. We'll yeah. save the defense. I'll mention the defense in, later in the program. Okay. Uh, so should I do ten more? Yeah, do ten more. Maybe All right, even so we twenty had, more. We had yeah. yeah. So we had 65 through 56 was Duke, Vandy, Colorado, Georgia Tech, Northwestern, Kansas, Rutgers, Arizona, Indiana, Stanford. Uh, 55, upward. Syracuse, Arizona State, the Fighting Emory Joneses, Cal, Missouri, Oregon State, Virginia Tech, Illinois, West Virginia, Virginia, West Virginia. Boston College. Virginia Tech is interesting. Wait, hold on. First of all, did you have Arizona in your bottom f- bottom 10? They were 58. Okay. Yeah. I have, they're my, I think I have them going too. Do you know who the quarterback at Virginia Tech is this year? Uh, Grant Wells. Grant Wells. Marshall. Grant Wells was great a couple years ago at Marshall. Couple, but couple look, he, last year, I, didn't he fall off a little bit last year? He yeah. had a lot of interceptions. I, I yes, looked up his stat line was very Emory Jones. Brent Pry. Brent Pry is a defensive-minded guy, but... I think Grant Wells is kind of a gamer, and the ACC is a low wide open besides the top. I think it's very heavy at the top with NC State and Clemson. Mm-hmm. But why not? Why can't Virginia Tech go on a low run this year? I, I, and you did mention Boston College. I'm high on did Boston I? College. They were 46. They I'm were higher on Boston College than you are. So what do I you mean, have? Look, I yeah. don't have them ranked. I don't look. I don't have all teams ranked in front of me. One to 66. They, obviously, you probably wouldn't have them in your top 25. I don't like, know if I'd have them in my top 25. But I could have them around yeah. the 30th range because yeah. I think the Phil, I'm going Phil Yurkovich is one of the best returning quarterbacks in college football. He's a difference maker he for is, sure. They have a great receiving core. I'm a big fan of Jeff Halfley. They, they did lose their offensive line coach, Matt Applebaum. Yes, sir. Fins up. Dolphins. But Good, I like Boston College. Line, I have them. Look, I didn't get through many predictions. I'm going to share my full record predictions next week because I did just yeah, get started. Yeah, I'll try to them. use this poll to try to make those. I have Boston College week, yeah. at 8-4. and four. Yeah, that could happen. Wow. The reason that I think, like, you look at some of these teams and they're lower than you think, even with quarterback upside, is because sort of what I mentioned actually in the intro was that this season should be special for many reasons, but maybe the biggest being quarterback depth. It was a not a QB heavy draft last year, and when you look at you know these like middle of the pack Power Five teams, there are so many that have legit uh, difference so makers many. at quarterback. It's going to be one of these. It's going to be the case where CJ and Bryce are the ones that go right away. The, a quarterback might not even go first overall this year in the NFL draft. Will Anderson Jr. Right. is probably the best player in the country, probably the best prospect. In the yes, country. I would agree. But it really just depends who gets the first overall pick. Mm-hmm. 
Right, but I'm not even talking draft. Just, you know, watching games on Saturdays. Some team, you know, matchups that wouldn't look great on paper normally are going to have two NFL caliber quarterbacks, you know, battling it out. No, Virginia, 47. They got Brennan Armstrong. He's an absolute One stud. One of the better receiving cores in the country. As West well, Virginia, Wicks. right. But they have no offensive line. Neither does Boston College. That's very true. West Virginia, 48. JT Daniels. He could be very good, you know? Yeah, well, I have Virginia Tech going 7-5, and five, and I have Virginia also going 7-5. and five. The big difference, though, which why Virginia Tech finishes third in the ACC standings while mm. Virginia finishes fifth is I have Virginia I Tech going 5-3, and three, in a conference compared to three and five for Virginia, Virginia, but Virginia. So you you have them starting off seven and zero, and then going seven and five, probably right. They're really they're really right. backloaded. Well, is this? You know, let me. I guess. From what I remember from glancing at the schedule. Yeah, the ACC is. I think it's very top heavy. It's so quarterback I, heavy. I think Clemson. I mean, yeah. Well, Virginia. Clemson, I have them NC losing. State and my. I would group Miami in there. I don't know how you guys feel about them. If you're gonna throw my, I would probably throw Pitt in if you're gonna include Miami. Pitt, it really depends on Slovis because Pitt's going to have a good defense. Pitt has, one yeah. the, Pitt has one of the best defensive tackles in the game in Kalaja Kansi. They brought back the whole defense. Yeah. It's just you're bound to take a step back when you lose you know, the best passing offense you ever had in school history. Very true. I mean, you're bound to. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd probably have Clemson NC State a bit above just because I, I, like I don't know if I trust I Miami. De- little spoiler alert, I do have Devin Leary in the top five of my Heisman standings. I'm not going to say where, mm-hmm. but I think he will be the ACC player of the year this year. Him or Will Shipley. I'm very confident. Will Shepley, yeah. Um, so, yeah, just rounding out. That was the bottom 20. Duke, Vandy, Colorado, Georgia Tech, Northwestern, Kansas, Rutgers, Arizona, Indiana, Stanford, Syracuse, Arizona State. We didn't mention Emory Jones at all. Arizona State is maybe the biggest wild card in the whole uh, Power 5 hey, this season. Hey, look, I, I want to be be believe that Emory was hurt last year. I really want to believe that he was hurt and he didn't get a fair go of it. I, I wa- I'm rooting for him and I'm rooting for the best. I think he could succeed there. I just... Herm Edwards is a significant downgrade in play calling from yeah, Dan Mullen. He is. And I think Emory, their I whole think roster Emory, went to the portal. Too. I think Emory like completely has has the ability to transform a running game. I mean, they haven't yeah, had a quarterback. Fair. Like, but I mean, they, Jane, did, they did lose Rashad White or whatever. Rashad White. Rashad White. Rashad White. Who's not Rashad? Rashad White. I love the Bucks running back. Running backs Rashad White and Giovanni Bernard. Um. Oh, yeah, he's on Tampa. I actually yeah. saw Tom Brady was, like, talking about Rashad White. Yeah, day. Rashad White and Giovanni Barnard. Um, I would say that Emory Jones, uh, again, like I said, I just think he, he, he actually, like, is – the thing with Emory, and I've said this for a while, I don't think he's as athletic of a runner as a lot of other quarterbacks, but I think his vision as a runner is perhaps the best – I've ever seen in a quarterback. Yeah. He yeah. always will get five yards because That's he just fair. knows the, he'll find the hole hit it. He doesn't really break tackles as much as some other running quarterbacks. He probably has better vision than Anthony. That's probably one. No, of the exactly. No, he mm-hmm. does. So he has as good vi- vision as literally an NFL running back. It's very impressive. That I, can transform a running game. And that's where I have Arizona state's, that's why I think Arizona state is a little better than people get, get them credit for. I always said, I thought Emory would be a great slot receiver. I could see it. I could see it. More I mean, of a gadget-type player. Maybe like a little bit of a Lynn Bowden. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that there is a role for those guys in the NFL now. Exactly. Look, Wandale Robinson just got drafted in the second round. Right. Lynn Bowden got drafted in the third round, and he probably... Will be cut. The running thing's a little... The running vision thing's a little ironic, given how the trouble he has seeing the field passing. 
So you want to continue naming teams? You want me to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I very much think going six and six. I, that was what six I had to six. find. That. I don't know. I mean, I just feel like throwing into triple coverage against Florida State. He'll throw picks. Those throw sort picks. of things don't really He'll throw picks. change even when you're playing worse defense. He'll throw picks. Like, if that's built into your DNA in year five, I think it kind of is what it is at that point. I'll say, like, 12 Especially passing again touchdowns, with a 23 much worse play calling than Dan Mullen. Yes. And but I think most he has, of their good players went to the portal, so I don't, I don't know. I'm I think he has, like, eight him. rushing touchdowns, though. Oh, yeah. No, he'll be fun to watch um, after dark. Yeah. Oh, the, what, yeah. yeah. When you Emory get a Jones after, after dark, will be a lot. That's gonna be crazy. You come home from a, from a Florida game, mm-hmm. and you you just you tie you just put on the game, and you're like, oh my goodness, that's Emory Jones. And you just, I mean, it's just exciting to get that's to watch be, him without having to like be worried about him throwing a pick, and it's because yeah. it's not your team, right, you not having just, to worry. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, Thursday, September first, he plays Northern Arizona at ten o'clock on the Pac-12 Network. So Excited. I'll Sweet. be watching. <laughs> Pac-12 Network. What is that? What if, is that? ESPN. It's not. I don't know. It's it's you stream it illegally. It's part of Larry Scott's yeah. legacy <laughs> of ruining the conference. Um, all right, so I guess the next 10, so 45 to 30. All right, let's, let's get six. some All-American yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, sure, I'll give the defense. At edge, some people had him as a linebacker in their All-American team. I put him more as an edge rusher. I'm going Will Anderson Jr., the best player in the He's country. He's an edge rusher. I would have given him the Heisman Trophy last year. I would have given it to him or Aiden Hutchinson, but I think – Anderson was probably better, a little bit better. Yeah, Miles he'll be the Murphy number one pick in the Clemson. draft. I think Clemson has the best defense in the country. Love Miles yep. Murphy. Uh, Jalen Carter at Georgia, very realistic that he's a top five pick in the NFL draft next year. Another defensive tackle, Brian Bruce at Clemson. A lot of people call him a defensive tackle. I feel like he plays a little more of an edge rusher, but just because for purposes of this right. exercise, yeah, he, I, mean, he, I thought I had to include him. He's in kind of like, team. if you're going Clemson, he's kind of like Christian Wilkins where you can kind of do that th- yeah, inside, yeah. outside. Three, four end kind Linebacker, of Linebacker, Noah Sewell at Oregon. I'm not too high on Oregon this year, but Sewell is one of the best players in the country. There's no denying that. Mm-hmm. Jack Campbell at Iowa. Yep. Iowa also has one of the best defenses in the country this year, I think. They're going to score a lot. Yeah. They're going to get a lot of turnovers that defense. Uh-huh. Yeah, being Trenton a linebacker Simpson, in Iowa, it's just linebacker. Clemson, three Clemson players, three Clemson defensive players on my All-American team. I'm telling you, I think they are the best defense. Well, what is their country. secondary looking like? I, I can't name any of the players off the top of my head, but I know those three. I I, I don't know. I just – the thing with Clemson, and if we want to get into Clemson them – Oh, oh. Because, I, I, yeah, I agree. Their defense is going to be really good this year. I just don't like DJ. I don't like DJ – People think he'll take a step up. Maybe he will if their defense is truly locking down and they're you know, shutting teams out, which they will for a lot of, of the lower end of the ACC. But when they have to play a Tyler Van Dyke, I'm being serious, if they, when they have to play Devin Leary, I think they're going to give us some points. I think those are going to be like those 24-20 type games well, they might drop. I have news for you. Let me take you back to 2018. Was, was, it, 2018? was it the Notre Dame game? Is that what you're going to mention? Let's, there was this guy named Kelly Bryant who similarly okay. to DJ mm-hmm. Okay. No one was that high on him. And guess what? He didn't play very well at the beginning of the season. But you know what? After three or four games, Dabo had enough and put in a guy named Trevor Lawrence who went undefeated for the rest of the season and won the national championship. I think Cade Klubnik is that caliber okay. player. Okay. And I think we will see Cade Klubnik this year. Okay, fair I'm enough. Not, I don't, I've never seen him play, I so I can't comment I'm not going to give a spoiler to my playoff because I do have my playoff picks. Mm-hmm. We'll go over that later. Cade, I think if they're going to get in that contention, it's going to have to be Cade. Right. Okay, and DJ, DJ again, thirty pounds lighter than he was last season. That's not good. That's that's. I don't think that's a good thing as a quarterback necessarily. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, all the reports like out of out of, uh, you know, their camp and stuff is that he's looking more mobile, which should help. I mean, it's not going to get worse for DJ than last season. And no, you know, it's I'll not get to get Clemson worse. later in my ratings, but 
I guess I'd kind of lean more towards Sam's point on Clemson, where it's either going to be, I mean, their defense is not getting any worse than it was. Their defense probably will be the best in the country. Uh, they bring back a running back who was great as a true freshman last year. Their O-line will take a step forward. And then at QB, it's either an improved DJ or K Clubton. Exactly. They're not going to let DJ just stink up the barn for them yeah. this year. They, they won't let that happen. They had no Power In 5 caliber backup last year. A corner, I have Kelly Ringo, the guy who made the game-winning play in the national championship. Yeah. Corner, Sad. I have Clark Phillips the third at Utah, Whoa, Utah. A guy who might be giving Ricky Pearsall Pierce. some fits. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> safety, I have Jalen Catalan. I think this will be a bounce-back year for him at Arkansas. And safety... I don't know if you know this name, but Brandon Joseph. He was the starting safety at Northwestern last year. Right. He's yeah. filling the Kyle Hamilton role at Notre Dame. I'm expecting big things from him this year. My at my nickel, I have Riley Moss at Iowa. I think he might lead the nation in interceptions this year. And at he my was really good last purpose, year. I have Will Shipley Jr. at Clemson. I'm very high on Will Shipley this year. Like it. Yeah. Moss was awesome to watch last year. Will in, Shipley uh, to me is, is a better version of Blake Corum. And people are very high on Blake Corum this year. Mm-hmm. I just think Will Shipley's better. Gives you more in the passing game, yeah, probably. Gives you yeah. way more in the passing game. Hold on. Right. I, I'm sorry to interrupt college uh, football, but I don't know if you guys saw this. No. Well, R- this is just, just a complete tangent because it, it's popping over all over Twitter, and I, this is just crazy. Rams Browns. Uh, they had a, uh, a uh, uh, what's it called? A, a joint practice today, and there is an absolute brawl like I've never seen before. Aaron Donald has a helmet in his hand and is just. Hitting people with oh the, my god! No, it's not. Is that Aaron? Do- yeah, 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 it, it is, is Aaron Donald. He is just like slamming people's heads <sighs> with. This is like worse than Miles Garrett because he's doing it over and over. What in the? He- this is terrible. It's not. Even, it's it's a Bengals helmet too. He's he's smashing. I've never seen a brawl like this. These professional football players assault, assault and battery. That's just assault. Period. We'll move on. Assault. Wow, uh, okay. Clemson. I do want. I, I just want to talk about my my predictions for Clemson because I think it's interesting. First of all, it's going to kind of go into the ACC as all. I, I just I want to go with the storyline. Give me Devin Leary. Give me NC State. Eleven and one. Eleven and one. But NC State could still go at eleven and one with a loss to Clemson. Right. But that's the thing is I have them beating Clemson. And who do you have them losing to? I I actually have their schedule pulled up right now. I have them going 11-1 and losing to Clemson. Right. Which will which firmly put sense. them in a New Year's Six Bowl. I have Clemson's right. loss. You ready for this? Or NC State's loss. Week 11 at Ooh. Louisville. Wow. Just one of those random games where it's a packed crowd. They, they're playing at Clemson. I don't see them winning that game. Malik Cunningham is going to sneak up this year, Will. You're right. Right. And, yeah. that, and, and Louisville's recruiting is getting better. They low-key have a that's, pretty... That's going to be during... Let's look at these schedules. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I've just seen Clemson, despite being really good, mm-hmm. just drop games at home. Like the, it just, I keep thinking about that Pitt game a couple years ago. That was like 10 years ago. Football. Oklahoma State, Baylor's that week, too. It's going yeah. to be insane. But, so, okay, so I, ha- and then I also have Clemson. You guys, I, I, I hate this. Did you have them going 10-2 and two or 9-3? 10-2. Okay. Their second loss. Oh, fuck. Jeez. No, they're not losing to Miami. They're not losing to Miami? Worse. Worse. FSU? At Doak. What? No. Just, I, I don't know what it is. I just feel like FSU could lose to Duquesne and then beat Clemson. 
I don't hate I don't it know just what it because is. FSU, just, I think they could have an upset this because, year. Somebody because I was at the FSU. Right. Job, I which, was honestly, the, I wouldn't even hate it. I was I want at the FSU Notre Dame game week one last year. Yeah. FSU literally looked like a New Year's Six team in that game. It was their Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. I, I just, I don't know what it, I just feel like that they could, when they, they have enough talent that a packed doke, if they're playing at their best, and Clemson sees a four-win, four-and-three team in their mm. schedule, they're going to overlook FSU, even though it's FSU. FSU is to the point in their program where they're overlookable because they're so bad now, and they could be bad at that point in the season. Let me see what happened at that point. They in the play season. Clemson. They play FSU. I could see it based off they go to NC State and then at Boston College and then at FSU. So you have a stretch of sort of tricky games in a row that maybe they could get caught. Right, so I have FSU, they beat Duquesne, lose to LSU, they beat Louisville on the road. Tough game. They beat Boston, they lose to Boston College, they lose to Wake Forest, they lose to NC State. So that's three in a row. So I have them starting two and five before the Clemson game. Or two and four before the before the Clemson game. I don't see that. They're going to beat Wake Forest. Who are we talking? Florida State? Mm-hmm. They're going to beat Wake Forest. I have Florida State I like going 6-6. Six and six. I've been beating Duquesne. I'm going 6-6 six six also. Losing to LSU, beating Louisville, losing to Boston College, beating Wake Forest, losing to NC State, <sighs> and then losing to Clemson. I had 7-5, right, so actually. Clemson. I flipped Clemson and Wake Forest. Jordan Travis but is... But see, yeah, I have them beating Clemson and being 6-6. Six and six. I had them beating I, Miami. I can't see them beating Clemson. I think Clemson will eat them up. I understand yeah. why everybody thinks that. That O-line is going what? to get... Torn this, this to a I, million little is, pieces. This is what I realized class. as I was doing all of this, to. as I was, I was making these predictions. It's freaking college football. It's freaking college if football, I'm gonna football pick baby. The, if I'm going to pick what the hell is going to happen, what, what the hell makes sense, then I'm picking it wrong. You know what I'm saying? I got to have something in here that's going to make me say, guys, this is college football. I mean, we don't know. You don't, it's, you don't know what's going to happen. That's the beauty of this all. We can try to predict. But I'm predicting... Things that I think don't make sense sometimes. Right. Because it's freaking... These, these are 18, 17, 19-year-old kids out in the field. They're playing college football. Okay? And FSU, at the end of the day, not a good football team, but the talent is enough to match up with Clemson on a, Clem- a, on a bad day for Clemson and capitalize. Yeah. Roster talent-wise, they pro- Florida State... Is, is, they're they're an above-average ACC Atlantic exactly. team. Exactly. They're above which, average, but they're not a well— How depressing is that for a Florida State fan listening to this show to hear a compliment to Florida State be that they're an above-average team roster talent-wise in the ACC Atlantic. That's, that's a, right. a far that's cry right. from 2013. It, and that's, and that's what's cry. amazing is, is that they—it's it's incredible to think yeah. about how far they have fallen. How far I, they have fallen where, where, where people— there are people out there that think they can lose to Duquesne because we saw they're Jacksonville State. They're, they're not gonna lose to Brian Kelly week two, though. But what's cr- but, yeah, but like, like I still keep going back. Last year, we cannot I cannot stress enough how bizarre the first two weeks were for FSU last year, where they they played that unbelievable game that goes to overtime against Notre Dame, and they really should have won that game. They had that yeah, game. Yeah, but Notre won. Dame, I mean, Notre Dame wasn't even that good last year. Notre Dame was not that good. They nearly but, lost but, to okay, Toledo okay, the following okay, week. But still, but still, they played a great football game. They, they they looked good throughout the game, regardless of how good or bad Notre Dame was. They're still a lot better McKenzie than FSU Milton's was. Ain't coming and back, then what no. happens the next week? They melt down and lose to Jacksonville State at home. And that's where you're just like, this program is stuck. And it's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I get the and point you're making about... And again, it wouldn't be the craziest thing if they beat Clemson. I'm just saying you're harping on the fact that they played well against Notre Dame, but they lost. 
You're lost. right. You're right. <laughs> they ended up losing. You that know game. what? Just predict the uh, just. But I, just I, I respect it because Clemson will drop one. They're not going to go twelve and zero. And then because probably, right, and I have exactly. Clemson losing to Notre Dame. Yeah, it's on the road. I yeah, mean, that's it just kind of makes yeah. sense. I think that would be the game that they Louisville could. also could because I, I like Cunningham NC more than State I like Jordan can. Travis. I mean, look, no, NC State could beat. No, them. I had them losing to NC State, but I haven't beaten Notre Dame. It's not the kind of thing. NC State beats Clemson in years when Clemson doesn't prepare. And when NC State. State's not hyped up, I don't think NC State is going eleven one just because. I think Devin Leary's a baller. I yeah, it's just the hype. I don't know how much of a running game they have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. But, I, I mean, I could see it though. I, I could. They see could be favored in eleven games. Could. I could see a situation where Can Dave Doran handled. I could see though? a situation where where this is this is exactly as you said. Where DJ starts off hot, you know, he looks good against Georgia Tech and Furman and Louisiana Tech and Wake Forest against their terrible defense. And NC State comes to town and he starts that struggle. I mean, and then they lose to NC State because he struggles. Mm-hmm. The defense plays well, but they lose a sloppy like seven or like twenty to thirteen game because he because he struggles. Then friends. they play Boston College, another sloppy game where it doesn't look good, but they outclass him. They beat Boston College. Then FSU. Tough crowd, tough environment, and he struggles again. Throws picks, is turnovers. Is it a tough environment? It, no, Doak is a tough environment. At night. At, Doak at, at night. If that's a night game. See, the Swamp is a 3.30 stadium. Doak's correct, a night stadium. Correct, correct. At, at, at night game, it just is. They have I a mean, big enough fan base for it is. You know, I, I was at night Notre, game at Utah. The Notre Dame game was, it was a very yeah. impressive environment at FSU, and it will be for, for Clemson. Then they drew. Then they drop one to, FS, to FSU, as I said. But then, as, as you said, Cade Klubnick comes in. Syracuse, and then they go at Notre Dame, and it's like exactly like DJ a couple of years ago at Notre Dame, where it's DJ's first true road start, and I think Cade balls out, and they beat Notre Dame on the road. If Cade's capable of that, he'll be in by the Florida State game. It's fair. Oh, yeah. It's fair. It's fair. I don't know. In if but I just, I, you know, I just just for the storyline on paper, I could totally see NC State beating Clemson. I mean, Clemson's defense will be better, but NC State's got a damn good one and the advantage at quarterback. It's just the fact that Clemson's going to be so prepared for NC State given the hype. Generally when teams like That's that fair. that aren't fair. usually hyped up, you know, aren't don't recruit so well, they're not full of five stars, you know, they like the year kind of like Utah this season. Like I think Pitt Utah's Clemson actually like, be really 20, good. like Pitt Clemson 2013. Yeah, like blew you know, it. NC State, you know, they bring back everybody. They were went 9 and 3 last year. This year's the year. Most of the time that happens that team doesn't end up being better than they were the previous season. You're right. <laughs> I'm going 11 to 1 so I don't care. But I do have NC State really high though. I'm just saying. Uh should we keep going with the ranking thing? Yeah. Um, How do we get into Actually, it? you, know, you, you want to just kind of go into our playoff predictions? Like we're at 45 minutes here. We think we've discussed a lot of really good, you know, a lot of interesting we'll teams. We'll go rapid fire. Name all your guys. You yeah. get, get yourself out of breath. Take a deep breath first. Drink some water. Go rapid fire. Rapid fire. Don't even take a breath. <sighs> I can't do 45 in a row. Do it. What about I give you 45 to like 30? Okay, fine. All right, 45. We got Maryland. Love the Terps. Go Terps. Love the Terps. To- Talia. Great receiving core. Great Talia. receiving. Oh, yeah. No, that receiving core is, is I think they're gonna go seven top five, five in the country. I think they're going to go 7 I mean, just pure I mean, they talent. are in arguably the most difficult division in the nation. Right. But, I mean, just... Yeah, you get to beat up on Indiana at Rutgers, though. Rakeem no, Jarrett. Then you play Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan. Wait, is Rakeem Jarrett a true freshman? or yeah, no, he's four a losses. He's already a junior? He's already a junior. So who's the... Who's the, the they have a red shirt freshman, right? Is it what's his name? Or a true Demas. Demas, yeah. he's good. Yeah, Dewan, Demas. And Copeland's going to eat in the big Copeland's going to eat the big Copeland's ten. Copeland's a good player. Yeah, uh, they really do have an exciting receiver. 44, the but, they, but Maryland is just, that is, they're like a, they always have good receivers. I mean, Stephon Diggs, DJ Moore, like they, I feel like they always have like. It's Loxley. Yeah. Loxley's a good recruiter. But even before Loxley, mm-hmm. even during the, um, 
Uh, even like Nick Cross, even the DJ the Durkin era, making plays in the, who was before? Yeah, he was a five star, wasn't he? He was making plays in the second in the preseason. Yeah. All right, 45 Maryland, 44 Texas Tech, the Fighting Joey Maguires. Uh, Tyler Schuff is going to be their starting quarterback, I think. Schuff. They've got a battle. But they, they crushed Mississippi State in the bowl game, so they've got some upside in the Big 12. I think them, TCU, West Virginia, all sort of, you know, give or take, middle of the pack, Big 12. 43, this is probably a little lower than people have them, but I'm not sure I'm buying into the hype machine. Purdue, Yeah, they'll be able to throw the ball. It's just... Purdue doesn't have players like David Bell and George Karloff just come around. Right. When you're Purdue and you lose two first-round kind of guys, you're not going to get better. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I like O'Connell, though. He's a good quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Purdue at 6-6. He, he, six. Six. he is. Purdue at 6-6. Six and six. 42, TCU, them, Texas Tech, West Virginia, Iowa State, kind of all, um, you know, similar outlooks. 41, Washington, Michael Penix. Starting quarterback. It's the Pac-12. Phoenix. It is what it is. Jimmy Lake left some pieces on the There'll be a middle of the Pac-12 team. Uh, Washington, I'm going 7-5. It's good. That sounds about fair. 40, Iowa State. Some people in the program. Who's who's starting a quarterback? Some people in the program are higher on Hunter Deckers than Brock Purdy. Really? Brock Purdy was really a pretty good college quarterback, but I think they like the upside of Deckers. They had a lot of hopes for Brock Purdy, though. Yeah, they did, but I think the Xavier, hype, Xavier Hutchinson's coming back. He's one of the best receivers in the country. And they've got a maybe an All-American DN, Will There's McDonald. A lot of Hutchinson's out there. A I think the hype those. might have hurt them a little bit last year. It did. I, I, they're going to be sneaky this year. It is a, that is the yeah. word to describe Iowa State in 2022. Sneaky. I have six and six. Yeah. No, this is the kind of year where if they make a bowl game, that's why you pay Matt Campbell. Right. Because yeah. after all they lost last year, if he's able Wouldn't to— Wouldn't it be poetic, Justin, if oh, Iowa State ends the year ranked higher than USC? Yes. Wouldn't it be Paul? Oh, Matt justice? Campbell. That right, would be right. crazy. That, that would, would be, be crazy. crazy. It's not going to happen. No. Can't. Yeah. 39, another exciting quarterback, Washington State. Look out for Cam Ward this year. Yeah. He is sick. That's, j- that is going. That Pac-12 after dark with Cam Ward is going to be must-watch television. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Just stumbling back from the first couple games because we have night games, have a few drinks in you. Mm-hmm. Turn on the TV, watch Cam Ward to end the night. What a better way to have a football Wazoo's Saturday. beating up on Cal. Yeah, if we're talking middle of the pack, mm-hmm. pack twelve teams, I'd probably put Washington State toward the top because the quarterback upside. I agree. I think what about Oregon State? As far as like Oregon State, they're an exciting offense. Because right, last year, Oregon I mean, State, well, they, I mean, the fact that they pu- they pushed for J T. Daniels, which makes me kind of think that they don't love what they have. It's true. Wait, what? What Gator linebacker plays there now? What's his name? Chatfield. Uh, Andrew Chatfield. He was a Lakeland. No, no, he was a Broward kid. Th- that's yeah. so random that Andrew Chatfield plays at Oregon yeah, State. Really that, that is so random. Yeah. I hope he's sitting it. in my AP psychology class when Andrew Chatfield committed. I, I remember that vividly. <laughs> that was Commit- the was that the transition yeah. class, like the Emory Jones class. I think it yeah. was. Chatfield's uh, old, or maybe twenty nine. He committed to Mac, but he stayed on. Okay. So yeah, that was the yeah, was a while ago. Class. Wow. He's yeah, going to start because he's a Florida player went, going to Oregon State. Yeah, well, I mean, exactly. just he went to Heritage, right? Just yeah. never really cracked the rotation. It here. just means more. Went to Heritage and he was, uh, he was, a, he was a highly yeah. touted prospect. He really, yeah. It just means top, more. Top 200. Um, so now for the two most average teams in the Power Five, according to my rankings that are based on really nothing other than my thoughts, uh, 38 and 37, Florida State, South Carolina. Okay, I like that. I think that's I have, pretty I fair I have for both, both of those going teams. Going at like six and six or seven. And yeah. five. I have South. Carolina I think seven South Carolina five. though could be like the best six and six or seven. And five I agree. I think they're going to win yeah. games they should. I think one more year, 
one more year. In the They're recruiting well right now. Yeah, yeah they are. One they really year. are. I don't know if Rattler will stay one more year, but they need some more weapons on the boundary. They're going to be a good running football mm-hmm. team. I don't know how their offensive line is. I mean, maybe you know because you've looked on the message boards. But they I, have one of the I more... Don't <laughs> I, I don't like, know. I feel like for where they currently are as a program and where they've been for the last decade... They've got a pretty strong. F- I mean, they were good before. I like the, Shane Beamer. But they have a pretty long. strong fan. Like their they, fan base is. They do. They yeah, just, the they're very is, passionate. Their yeah. alumni base doesn't give them shit. Right, so. but they, but their fan base is passionate. I like they Beamer, hate though. Billy Napier. I, I really. They do. hate him with a passion. I honestly think like Beamer and Napier are pretty similar coaches. I think they think that they. Yeah, but no, I just, I just, no, I'm not they keep bringing that. up, they keep bringing up like how last year how they beat us forty to seventeen. I mean, they did beat us forty to seventeen. Right, but like with a walk on quarterback. Yeah, I, under, I understand that AR was hurt. I understand we had all sorts of injuries, but and the team got pneumonia. I just don't. But, I just don't count any of those end damn old games as as actual Florida football because that's not the Gators standard. Yeah, but again, between the lines, it was forty to seventeen. I think they'll be better than they were last but year, but maybe not record wise better. Seven and five, some big wins in there. Actually, I'm going to go six and six on. for them. Let me talk about okay some of their big wins. Um, I have the beating A and M. At home, um, that's their only big win. But Georgia, week three, at home, night game. Did you see? Did you see the 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 cool lighting they did for Enter Sandman or not? And his first his first sandstorm. Yeah, that's cool. Some cool, cool lighting. It's it, that's been one of those games where you're gonna be like, whoa! I didn't expect this to be this cool. And it's just like yeah. all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, Georgia could lose to South Carolina when you see that atmosphere. Because it's gonna be a crazy atmosphere at Williams Price. That's cool. Dogs by thirty. Right, okay. that's one no, of those things. It's cool until Stequavius Bennett is coming. No, yeah, no. <laughs> I think I think it has a chance to be like a 10-3 Georgia lead at half, and then Georgia takes over and wins twenty four three. So, gonna be a good atmosphere though. Yeah, it will. Steve. All right, let's go rapid fire through the rest of these. Thirty six Wake Forest. That's including a healthy Sam Hartman. I'm just not so high on them. They yeah, were I'm realizing, I'm realizing it is to re- it is really difficult to uh, predict an entire college ball season within a one hour podcast. So you went for it though. We're going. No, we are actively going for it. We're doing our best. Yeah, and once again, I'm just gonna. Thanks for bearing with us. It's not a prediction, just a rating. Wake Forest, 35. Louisville, they're gonna upset somebody this season, whether it be Clemson, NC State. Somebody's getting got. 34. Iowa, they're gonna have a great defense, but Petrus is just bad. Even by Iowa standards, they are awful offensively. Kirk Ferentz in the um. What's the word? What's the Nepotism move of the century, promoting his son to offensive coordinator. Yeah. Iowa fans hate the move, and I think anyone watching their games will too. Uh, 33, and Auburn. Good defense. So Auburn, last, my last place SEC West team. Yeah. At 33, though. Auburn's not great. But, the, but 33, you know. 32, Nebraska, 31. But keep in mind, like, it's different because 33. Is is there is not thirty three as if it was I imagine it like rankings because you're still missing like what five group of five teams that would be ahead of them, four, four of them. Houston, Probably Cincinnati, four. BYU. Yeah, so, yeah. So like three or four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thirty two Nebraska, thirty one North Carolina, thirty Potosa, Michigan State. They'll be they'll be top ten. They'll be top ten. I'm telling you, they're good. I have nine and three. I think they're going to finish fifteenth. I just don't see it defensively. They they didn't show me anything to believe in them this season. Puck coming, puck coming. Yeah, in a couple of years, definitely. 
I think they take a little bit of a step back. Even though they'll be pretty good on offense. 29, LSU. The, the, big, game, the big game for them at Michigan. Is at Michigan, That's like the big, Wait, you, know, you win that game. And that's and a revenge spot. Wait, for, uh, do you have Florida ranked ahead of Michigan State? Yes. Go Gators. Yeah. I want sure. I I'm so, I want that to happen. I mean, these are head to head. These are head to head neutral field ratings. I think neutral field head to head. Florida. I love AR. But you don't know State. if AR is a better quarterback than Peyton Thorne yet. You don't know that. You don't know that. I yet. do in my heart of hearts. Your heart of hearts also has made you. My heart of hearts is extraordinarily biased. So yeah. there's a reason Chester Kimbrough is not at Florida anymore. That's all, and he's starting for Michigan State, and he wouldn't hit the too deep at Florida. That, uh, but what's the reason why Chris Bogle's not at Florida anymore? Um, Brenton Cox coming back. That's true, That's but Chris true. Bogle, Chris Bogle got underused. At Chris Bogle, he yeah, he's, the, he, he's he, a good player. He yeah. could no, he, he could he have, he could he have thrived. Shout out Evan Bowenick. That's his boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, where did where did Bogle go? Did he go to? He, he went Harry to uh, he went to no he went to Cardinal Gibbons. Cardinal Gibbons. Gibbons. He went to Gibbons, right? The, yeah. He was ranked high. He was mm-hmm. Not, like number one, like top. I think number one edge in Florida or something. That was a Hurricanes fan special. We could also make yes. this a, a two-part series thinking here. Because it might be impossible to predict all of college football in an hour. Yeah, we, we might have to return to this. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll do my top 25 next show. Yeah, dude, let's all do right. the That's fair. Yeah, okay. let's, we could do our let's playoff do this. this show, and then we could each have a top 25 next show. How about Boom. that? Right. I have my top 25. So I have I'm my top 25, it. too. So LSU was uh, well, this is a power five. but We'll do a top 25. Wait. Top 25. And then I'll just say BYU and Houston are also in there. Um. So power five, 29, LSU, 28, Oklahoma State, kind of them and Michigan State. I think the two teams who were really good last year had some close wins, probably take a little bit of a step back this season. Uh, 27. Yeah, I don't know what to think about Oklahoma State this year. 27, really the team who has the highest uh, decline from the won't back down spring poll to my current poll, the fighting Lane Kiffins. Ole Miss. Jackson is not the starting quarterback. Right, yeah. Now, I think we all bought into that early hype a little bit we when did. he transferred there, and then he's struggling to win the job. But the thing is, they do have Zach Evans, who is one of the best they running backs. do have yes. Zach Evans. And they have Lane. They, they have a good d- defense, too, still. They, they do. no yeah. longer have Durkin, though. That's the one thing that scares they, me a little bit. They hired Wait, someone, d- DJ, DJ's where? He's at A&M, right? Yeah. yeah. Who's their DC? They, they did they hire They hired somebody. someone. Yeah, they did hire I was impressed with their hire. Like I think God. they hired Luke. 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 Is, who's their quarterback's Luke Altmaier. I think Jackson's going to end up starting, but it won't be like uh, it's I think, not. A I think it'll be Almire. Apparently, Dart's been bad. <laughs> um, twenty-seven, Ole Miss. Mark Maurice Crum is their DC. Where's he from? Michigan. Oh, that's a good hire. Hmm. Uh, yeah. All he right. was, and then yeah, he no, more. he's new co-defensive coordinator slash linebackers coach after Chris Criff, Chris Kiffin. Lane's huh. brother. Right. Lane hired his brother, and then his brother left after like a week to go to the Browns, I think. Isn't that what happened? Yeah, yeah, that is what happened. So they All probably right. ended up making it. So who move. wants to make their playoff predictions first? I thought we just said that was next week. No? Is that next week? Oh, uh, then we'll do that next week. No more right. teasing. So 27 yeah, Ole Miss, and then one last uh, Texas, 26. Ugh, yawn. But they do have playmakers. Yeah. Mayor tearing his ACL is going to hurt them. Yeah. I like. They're going to be a fun team. Like, if fantasy was a bigger thing in college football, they would be, like, the darlings they're of fantasy They're a fun fantasy football. team. Yeah. They, they're, I don't think they're going to be that. Good. I wonder what exactly happened with the um, Quinn and Hudson Card situation because you have some people claiming that it was booster intervention that led to Quinn getting the job over Hudson. 
Really? And then some people think that the whole that whole thing was smoke and mirrors and that Quinn um clearly did win the job in camp. But yeah, no, if you look on on Twitter and you know some of the me- Texas boards and stuff, there are people who think that it was booster NIL money, you know, influence that led to Quinn being named the starter. I don't know if I buy that because if Hudson couldn't beat out Casey Thompson, I'm not sure how he would beat out Quinn, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. And we'll see about the rest of Jake Lehman's top 25. Well, you guys' top 25s too. And we'll see. Our top 25s yeah. will get a full preview of Utah, Florida. It's going to be a jam-packed show next week. Any parting shots we want to take, guys? I, I'm just reveling in the the storm of football season that is about to commence and rain upon our wonderful worlds. I am just smitten about this upcoming football season. I think it has the potential to be the greatest ever in the history of our planet, and I'm very excited for that. Will Levinson, are you more smitten with college football or Mike McDaniel? Mike McDaniel. You've you've used the word smitten about both. The way Mike I McDaniel look at it, is, I don't know Mike McDaniel is, is no. I think it was is, infatuated for McDaniel. I'm a, yeah. Was I have an infatuation. With, I have an obsession. Um, you were smitten with was it Napier? You were smitten. Smitten with, with Napier. Infatuated with McDaniel. Right. I'm in love with. There both, you go. There you go. I would look. I don't know if it's. Gonna but be I, I would. I, I would. I would cheat on Napier before I cheat on McDaniel. Before, but not that I'll cheat on either because I because I okay. they are my true loves. But I would cheat on McDaniel before I would treat cheat. The on. way I look I mean, at it, I don't know McDaniel. if this is going to be the greatest college football season of all time, especially when you compare it to the season we just had the Renaissance Tour. But I I like what you're saying. The savor season. I think this is going to be a fun season of college football. There's going to be some fun upsets. Ultimately, I think it goes chalk. I think the teams at the top are just way too talented. I think three, though, for sure. I think we can all probably agree that it was a lot. It it wasn't easy to rank after three. It was tough to rank after three. (laughs) The top three are set. After that, it's tough. But I'm just excited for football to be played on both levels, college and the NFL. I just missed the camaraderie. I, I just messed that word up. Camaraderie. Camaraderie. It's a toughie. It's, it's a, toughie. a toughie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I'm not the brightest. We've the pageantry. On show many times. Pageantry is a great word to pageantry. use. I miss the pageantry. I'm excited for that first game in the swamp. I'm hoping that my Gators will be good this year. I'm not going to be disparaged if they're not that good this year, though. But I just I the, a pack swamp. I, I just swamp. I can't wait. Give me it. Give me yeah. it. And we will have a full breakdown for you next week. We'll get the skinny on Utah. We'll scour their message boards. We'll get the we'll pulse get the of their fan on base. Utah and the fat on Florida. But we're excited. I hope you're excited. And we're certainly not backing down, boys. Let's ride. Thank you for listening to the Won't Back Down podcast with Will Levinson, Sam Patosa, and Jake Lehman, a part of the Pigskin Podcast Network.